tired of tracking your calories and points? Are you sick of feeling crappy in your body or in your clothes? Are you drowning in constant food and body thoughts? Do you feel like you're always negotiating exercise and food with yourself? If any of these sound familiar, you aren't alone. And the Diet Riders membership is the perfect place for you to learn how to drop dieting, pick back up your life, reclaim your thoughts, and your health. Join now by clicking the link in the description box below to get support and guidance along other women in this community. Hey, 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 welcome back to the Diet Ride Podcast. I'm Alyssa Miller. And I'm Brooke Miller. And we're both dietitians. Both mamas. Both from the Midwest. Both live in Denver. And we, you know, I don't know. I just give up. We <laughs> change our intro because I never know what to say. We got to like we're just smoothly here transition. Enjoying our coffee. <laughs> we're both here enjoying our drinks. Okay. Um, yeah. We're both podcasters and we're bringing this podcast to you live. If you guys have ideas of transitions out of our intro and into the topic, we would love to hear it. <laughs> Outside of the awkwardness. Oh no, you're Um, cutting out. (laughs) Two and a half years in, still don't know how to do it. It's fine. Are we together? Are we good? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. I'm good. So in in today's episode, Mm -hmm. we noticed a thing coming up in our membership frequently where almost every Q&A, definitely inside the weekly prompts, inside body image chats and whatnot, was this topic of clothing and Mm -hmm. how clothing affects our body image or what to do with clothing when our body changes. So today we're chatting all about that. So I want to start at the top, at the tippity top, 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 tippity top, top, by saying, tippity top, 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 by saying that clothes feel to me, and I know people disagree with me on this, but to me, they feel very like, um, what materialistic, like, I feel like I shouldn't care about clothes or the way they fit me or the way that I look like I shouldn't care about that. But I do, I care about what I feel like in clothes. I care about how I show up for people. I care about the way that I look or the way that I present myself. And I even more so uh, than caring about what other people see is how I feel Mm. in my clothes. And I think we talked about this a lot in the membership of like, we need to find clothes that fit our here and now body Mm -hmm. and make us feel good. Like we can put it on and we feel confident. We feel like we're worth the space. We're not constantly adjusting or moving or pulling up or pulling down or twisting in our clothes to try and make them fit. We don't have to stretch it out before we pull it on. We don't have to make sure it doesn't go through the dryer so it doesn't get too small. Like we don't have to be hyper uh, aware of our clothing and of our wardrobe and truly having the mentality that our clothes we spent money on are designed to fit us. We are not designed to fit into the clothes. It is not our job to fit into clothes, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a big part of that is, you know, every clothing <coughs> brand has a different, has a different style and, yeah. and not every brand is going to work well with your body type. And so I think it's important to just like lower our expectations of every single brand should fit my specific body because it won't. All of us are very diverse in where we carry our weight, how much muscle we have, how big our butt is, how, like it's very, 
our bodies are all different, which is beautiful. Um, but I do think that sometimes we get caught up in, well, my friend buys this brand and she recommends it, but she's a completely different body size. And then we go and try on that brand and it's like, Ooh, this is really uncomfortable. It doesn't fit me. So I think setting the expectations of, you know what, I'm going to find a brand that fits my body well, and I'm going to stick with those brands. Um, so for me, I'm short, I'm five, four, I'm curvy. I have hips. I have a butt. I have thighs. I have calves. For me, I can't. So you shop at Hollister. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I tell you an embarrassing <laughs> story? All of you. Yes. I worked at Hollister for six months at 16 years old. I you did. could not fit in any of their jeans. And part of the issue was I, I had to wear their jeans to work there. I bought the largest size they carried. And because I'm five, four, I would have to get four to five inches hemmed. So they didn't. Oh so gosh. it was like, it didn't fit my body at all. It was like, okay, now I have to buy the so largest rude. size again, which I didn't have. I honestly actually didn't have a problem with the number that I had to go up to. And the fact that it was yeah. the largest size they carried that didn't well, the bother largest me. size they carried was like a six or something. No, it was, it was bigger, <laughs> but never fit. But it was like, okay, I'm trying to fit into this brand that like is meant for tall, yeah. thin people. And I'm five, four. And I mean, do you know how much work it is to ha- hem four inches off every single pair of jeans? You no. have like, no, no, no. So thank God no, I'm nearly six foot tall. Yeah. So thank God my, my now mother-in-law, she was my boyfriend's mom at the time when I was 16 and worked at Hollister. Thank God mm-hmm. she would hem my jeans for me. So I didn't have to Aww. pay for it. Thank you. Thank you to my mother-in-law. But, um, <sighs> so I think that's the biggest thing is like, once you find one or two brands that fit your body, well, you can stick with mm-hmm. them. There's no rhyme or reason. Something Alyssa and I talk about all the time in the membership is you are better off having a small closet with a ton of, or with the clothes that fit you well and make you feel comfortable versus having a large closet of all of these things that vary in size. And the question yeah. you have to ask yourself is, do these clothes make me feel physically uncomfortable? That's the number one question. Do these make me feel mm-hmm. physically uncomfortable? By that, I mean tight. By that, I mean feeling trapped. Those are some examples. When you sit down, do you have to unbutton your pants? When you sit down, do you feel uncomfortable? When you sit down, do you feel like you can't even eat a morsel more of your lunch or you're <laughs> going to burst? Okay. <laughs> Those are signs that it's time to get a different brand or get a different size and kind of put those clothes away. You can put them in another room. You can put them in the basement. You can put them in the garage. If you are able to, if you have space in your house for that, I would recommend putting them away. If they are like 10 years old and they're stretched or frayed or stained, or they just, you don't feel comfortable anymore in them, or you feel like they're out of style, or you're like, these are five sizes too small for me, then highly recommend just getting rid of those. But We understand, especially for you mamas, Alyssa and I have been postpartum. We understand that there is a period of postpartum where you're like, I'm in between sizes. My body's changing every month. I really don't know what size I am. It's okay to just have a variety of sizes, especially during that postpartum period where you know your body's going to be going, you know, it's just going to be changing a lot. So I think that that's totally acceptable. Yeah. And I think back to your point of like the physicality of it, like how physically comfortable do I feel in these clothes? Mm -hmm. So I want to do a quick visualization with you guys of listening right now. Ooh, ooh, Ooh. ooh, getting fancy. Um, Other than visualizing what a morsel of food looks like. (laughs) It's really (laughs) descriptive. (laughs) That was awesome. Um, But I want you to imagine what it would feel like to walk into your closet or open your closet doors And the only clothes in there are clothes that fit 
your body today. Mm -hmm. So you could literally be blindfolded, reach in and pull something out and you knew that it fit, Mm. that it made you feel physically comfortable. You weren't always trying to alter it. It it fit you right now and you could just walk out the door. You didn't even have to look in the mirror. Mm. It is so freeing. And I think something that I talk about in our membership when this when this topic has come up is we don't realize that these clothes that are sitting in our closet that don't fit us anymore or have never fit us or don't fit us yet or whatever our thoughts or feelings are around those foods they can feel mocking they can feel like they're tangled up with a lot of guilt like you can look at a shirt and go oh, I don't fit into that anymore or maybe one day I can or you know oh this is really going to motivate me to get back mm-hmm. down to that size yeah. has anyone been motivated truly truly on the deepest level motivated to work out more so that they can fit into those jeans no no it makes you feel like shit okay this is why we're explicit because <laughs> I stutter before I swear um it makes you feel horrible and then you typically turn to something that makes you feel good and a lot of us are still struggling with coping with our emotions without using food so then we turn to food and it's just this endless cycle of feeling inadequate and even though we don't even pick up those clothes or we don't look at them directly they're still speaking to us there was this incredible video it has nothing to do with diet culture or food or anything like that but it's called the invisible to-do list. I saw it on um, YouTube and it's about like kind of minimalism and just how your things are always telling you something. Mm. It feels invisible. It's, it's not like a, you know, so for example, you walk into your kitchen and you have like last night's dirty pan on the sink. It's not actually talking to you, but it's like a, it's an invisible to-do list of like, oh, I need to wash that pan. Mm. Or maybe there's, you know, a stamp booklet you're all out of stamps and you put it back in the same spot, even though there's no more stamps in it. It's an invisible to to do list to say, you need more stamps. You need more stamps. You need more stamps. And you're walking through your life and everything's talking to you. It might have something to say. Like for example, right I'm here. sitting right here and I see my, um, my curtains. I'm going to show Brooke. I have tied them into a knot because they're too long for our floors. Like where we hung them, they're too long. <laughs> they need to be hemmed. All of my curtains in my entire home need to be hemmed and have tied them into knots. So now anytime I walk into any room in our entire house, there's an invisible to-do list, a mental load of saying, you need to hem me, you need to hem me. It's been three years. I'm probably never going to hem them, but it still carries on me, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I were to just switch out the curtains to something that actually fit, it would no longer weigh on me. (laughs) If I would actually Mm -hmm. hem them, it would no longer weigh on me. If I would just not have curtains at all, it would no longer weigh on me. And this is what I'm talking about. When we go into a closet, even if we don't pull out the jeans that no longer fit, even if we don't try to put them on, they're still calling at us and they, they have a message. And that message is, you don't fit in me anymore. Mm-hmm. And either you need to lose weight or you need to, you know, go to, you know, someone to hem me or fix me or mm-hmm. whatever, adjust me, whatever that word is. Yeah. Um, there's, there's an invisible conversation that's happening and you may not even feel it consciously, but subconsciously it is happening. Mm-hmm. So with all of that being said, <laughs> we highly recommend you get those clothes out of your closet. Now, getting them out of your closet for you might look like you get them out of your closet and to the donation center. Mm -hmm. to a friend in need, maybe in the trash, maybe they're truly stained and irreparable and Mm -hmm. it's time to get rid of them. Maybe for you, getting them out of your closet means boxing them up and putting them in their garage or in your basement, somewhere where you cannot physically see them and be reminded of something that isn't fitting anymore. Mm -hmm. And 
A, we shouldn't have this much guilt wrapped up in clothes, but a lot of us do. And we don't realize that there's guilt and there's shame when we stare in front of our closet and we're crying and we just think, nothing in here fits me. I don't look good in anything. Let's take those clothes out and get rid of them, okay? And be intentional with our money when we do buy clothes to make sure that they fit our here and now body so we really build out a wardrobe that feels good. And we can do this slowly over time. This is not like in a weekend, do it. If you can in a weekend, great. Mm -hmm. But let's do this over time and continue to shift our wardrobe to fit us so that we don't feel like we have to continuously try to fit it, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. I think the biggest thing with keeping clothes from your dieting days, so maybe you've gone on a lot of restrictive diets and maybe you lost weight and then you held on to those clothes. Sometimes we hold on to clothes that we did fit into for a period of time, but it was when we were doing things that were very, very restrictive. And a mm-hmm. lot of times what happens is when we hold on to these clothes where maybe we were in a smaller body, like Alyssa said, it, it, it sets us up for a, it to be a trigger, but also it keeps us back in that dieting fantasy world. Right. And so the first step of intuitive eating is rejecting the diet mentality. Well, if you keep all of these trigger clothing in your closet and every morning you open your closet and say, Oh, I just can't fit in this. Oh, if I just tried harder, if I just had more motivation, if I just did this, then I would be able to fit into these again. And that keeps us stuck in the wishful thinking of, well, maybe my body will change. Maybe in a few months, my body will change. I'm going to hold on to the body changes. And we get really stuck on just sitting in that fantasy. I'm not saying your body's never going to change because our bodies are Mm -hmm. always changing. So that's a guarantee. Our bodies are always changing. There is, you're never in 20 years from now, you're not going to have the exact same body you have right now. So just know that change is normal, but we also don't want to hold on to clothes that are keeping us stuck in that dieting mentality where we can't move forward on our journey. So I think a lot of times we're like, oh, I'm rejecting the diet mentality, but I'm holding on to all of these clothes that fit me when I was smaller. That's, that's part of letting go of that dieting mentality. And it's also part of respecting our body. So the book goes into this too. Like if this is something you're struggling with clothing, go back to the book intuitive eating, read the chapter all about respecting your body. I think it's chapter eight. Um, I can't remember like the new edition switched around some chapters, but it's a really good, um, look at how, how you're respecting your body and by respecting it, it means wearing clothes that fit you now today that are Mm -hmm. comfortable. And this is something I shared on my Instagram story recently, but I went through my closet uh, about a week ago. I got rid of eight. I think it ended up being eight pairs of jeans. Most of them were from college. Um, and what I realized was they're just uncomfortable. You know, they, they're uncomfortable in my postpartum body and guys, I'm two years postpartum. It took me two years postpartum to get rid of these jeans. And the truth is I was living in maternity jeans for a long time and leggings for a long time, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I finally hit a point where I'm like, holding on to these pants, it's no longer serving me. So I went to gap. I found an awesome sale online. Um, and I bought jeans that were two sizes larger than I normally buy two sizes. And normally in the past, that would have been very triggering for me. And Mm -hmm. the great thing was they came in the mail. They fit me perfectly. And I was like, you know what? If I gain weight, they're still going to fit. If I lose weight, they're still going to fit. These jeans Mm -hmm. are so comfortable. They feel like they're durable. They're really cute and stylish. And I'm so grateful that I went up two sizes and I went to a size that I never thought I would be. But genuinely, nobody knows that number besides me. Nobody's seeing Mm -hmm. that number. A lot of times we think when we buy a bigger size, 
that we're a failure. We think that people can just see this number like it's plastered on our forehead. And that's not true. People don't know what size jeans you're wearing. Just because you buy a bigger size does not mean anybody knows that unless you share it. But you're not a failure. Even those numbers, those numbers aren't consistent across the board. I mean, you walk into Old Navy, you walk into Target, you walk into Nordstrom, Hollister. Mm Those numbers aren't consistent. I mean, I am across the board right now. I can tell you for a fact that I span three to four different sizes, Mm -hmm. depending on which store I buy my clothes from, which is frustrating and also part of their process Mm -hmm. of keeping us stuck. And so I just want to encourage you that if you are stuck with the numbers, even if you're the only one that knows it, just know that it's not consistent regardless. Mm -hmm. It is a huge difference, even between Gap, Old Navy, and Banana Republic, which are owned by the same people. They're different. And so I I just think that's even important for us to to recognize, like, why am I holding on so tightly Mm -hmm. to this size that I am in this specific store? You know, and and I remember going specifically to certain stores to shop there because I was like, well, in this store, I'm this size, Mm -hmm. and I like being that size, but I don't like the clothes. And it's like, where are mm-hmm. our priorities right here? And just a reminder too that if we do want to make changes in our life, if we want to pursue a healthy, like healthy habits and decisions in the way that we move our body and the way that we treat our body and the way that we nourish our body, if we want to pursue this, it's not going to go well when you're pursuing it out of a place of shame or guilt mm-hmm. because our clothes don't fit, mm-hmm. right? We can't shame ourselves. We can't hate ourselves into loving ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Like we can't love ourselves to, or we can't hate ourselves into a smaller body, mm-hmm. right? It's the same kind of concept. Although diet culture acts like you can, you can't. Yeah. So when we start to respect our body by buying clothes that fit, by replacing underwear that fits, by not having our bra strap cut into the side of ourselves and not feel like we can sit up straight or breathe properly. Mm-hmm. When we respect our body, even just by the way that we clothe it, mm-hmm. other respectful uh, behaviors start to fall into place and we can then yes. nourish our body properly. You know, we're not thinking, oh, these jeans are tight, I should skip breakfast. Mm-hmm. We're not thinking, oh, these leggings are really tight, I should work out longer. Mm-hmm. We're thinking, oh, that felt good to my body. Now I'm done and I can move on to the next thing and I can nourish my body and I can eat that morsel or <laughs> whatever it is and mm-hmm. move forward. And once we start respecting our body, we can start adding in things, not restricting things, but adding in things that truly respect and honor our body in that way, which means that we can actually start reaching for healthier behaviors. Let our weight do what it will but we can control our behaviors and we can reach for ones that feel good and really the only the only way that that actually works is when we first and at the top respect our body mm-hmm. which sometimes means we start with our clothes so i hope this was helpful <laughs> i feel like it was a good place to start we just saw this coming up a lot and we wanted to address it because it's such an important part of respecting our body and truly finding finding comfort and accepting who we are today so that we can make whatever decisions we need to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last thing is if you're wearing a piece of clothing and it's making you fixate on a specific body part, like, Oh, every time I wear these pants, all I think about all day is my stomach. That's a sign that that's, that's an, a mm-hmm. triggering piece of clothing. I think, think sometimes we get confused about what does triggering mean? And if, if any type of clothing you put on, it's very, you're very fixated on how your body looks or a specific body part looks in that outfit. That's a sign. So that's just something to keep in mind as well. Such a great point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
All right, you guys. And like we've kind of mentioned here, this is a topic that we dive even deeper into inside our membership, if you can believe it. We've already had several live calls where we dive deeper Mm -hmm. into this topic and help people specifically when they say this is their struggle. We can ask questions and get to the root of it inside the membership. So if that's something you're looking for, if you're looking for support from two registered dietitians, actually, we've got four in there, but Mm -hmm. uh, from Brooke and I and from other women who get it. Mm -hmm. who literally get it, who have been there, who have cried in front of their own closet, feeling like they're never going to fit into those clothes and they have nothing to wear and they're never going to feel good. We can be with these people and we can all cheer each other on. It's the most beautiful thing that I'm a part of. It's so incredible. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. And I want you to be a part of it too. So if you're interested, you can join the membership below and find a community of women who get it and who will support you and cheer you on in this journey of ditching diets and finding peace in who you are in your body right now and with food. And We can't wait to have you. So click the link in the description box to join us. And we can't wait to see you on our next call. And either way, we will see you next week with a brand new episode. See you later. See you later. See you later. See you later.